KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Morning Consult, a global intelligence company, recently released some results from surveys they conducted which focused on vaccine requirements and entertainment venues and whether it could move the needle on people getting vaccinated if a vaccine was required to go to a concert or a sporting event. Some interesting results, and we wanted to dig into them, so we caught up with Sarah Shevinock, entertainment reporter for Morning Consult. Give a listen. So first of all, with this survey, with this data, you guys corralled, what was what was the goal? What were you looking for? So, you know, returning to normal, whatever that means, you know, heading back to the movies or a sporting event right now, you know, when you talk to people working in these industries, they say that the number one thing is that they are a post-vaccine industry and that to return to full operations, they need people to get vaccinated. And we're starting to see that some states, some businesses are handing down these vaccine mandates where they say, you know, if you want to come play with us, you have to get your shot. Um, So we wanted to see what would incentivize people to get the COVID-19 vaccine and, you know, just see if interest and likelihood in getting the vaccine would vary for different activities, whether it was, you know, required for an everyday activity like shopping or going to school or going to, you know, maybe a more special activity like a concert or a sporting event. So kind of give us the rundown here with regards to unvaccinated people. I know you you guys have data (laughs) digging down on that. What did you find? What kind of moved the needle that would move people from unvaccinated to vaccinated if they needed it to do X, Y and Z? Sure. So looking um, specifically at unvaccinated adults, as you mentioned, um, more than one in four said that they would get the vaccine if it was required to go to a concert or a sporting event. Um, We did see that those everyday activities like shopping in person at a store or going to school or sending your child to school, those were the ones that were most likely to motivate people to say that, yeah, maybe I'll go ahead and get the vaccine. But, you know, these fun entertainment activities like your concerts, sporting events, movie theaters, even going to see something like a live play, those also, you know, would motivate about a quarter of um, unvaccinated respondents to get the vaccine. What was the data? What did it say about the vaccine mandates? We hear a lot about that. Uh, If I'm looking correctly, you guys did ask people about that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there is strong support for vaccine mandates. Um, I think maybe not surprisingly, vaccinated adults are more likely to support the vaccine mandates um, for activities. You know, travel was one that, you know, they were very in support of having the vaccine mandate in place for that. Um, But about 70 percent said that for these in-person entertainment activities like concerts, movies, sports, etc., um, they want those vaccine mandates in place. Um, unvaccinated adults were a little less likely to support that. About 30% said that they would be in favor of vaccine mandates. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, there's nothing really surprising with that data, you know, that vaccinated individuals would want to know that other vaccinated individuals are with them, whereas unvaccinated individuals, you know, might not want to take that penalty of not being able to participate in something because they don't have their vaccine. What are some of the other things you guys looked for? What are some other interesting data points you were able to call from this? 
But we also looked at mask mandates, you know, now with the Delta variant on the rise and, you know, health officials sharing more information about how even if you are vaccinated, you can spread um, COVID-19 still. And, you know, uh, a lot of businesses are, you know, reinstating that mask mandate. You know, I'm here in D.C. and we have to wear our masks anytime we go inside. And we found that regardless of vaccination status, there was wide support for requiring masks. Um, you know, whether you're fully vaccinated or not vaccinated yet. Um, among vaccinated people, about 80% want mask mandates in place for entertainment and sports activities. Um, but even the unvaccinated population, we're still seeing over half of that group um, saying that they support some sort of mask mandate um, for activities ranging from travel to entertainment activities to, you know, gathering in person for religious um, events. Anything surprise you? I mean, I know you kind of live in this world of data and stuff like that, but when you kind of culled through this, was there anything that really made you go, huh? Um, I don't know if it was super surprising, but I did have one of those, oh, that's interesting moments looking at that mask mandate question. You know, we have our return to normal trackers, which, you know, are a fun page to take a look at. We have all sorts of pandemic related data on there and, you know, how consumers are, are feeling about the pandemic and different activities. Um, and one thing that we look at is masking. And over, you know, throughout the summer, we've seen that, you know, some people are saying they're wearing their masks less, which I think, you know, is kind of what a lot of people were feeling this summer. You know, we had our vaccine. We're starting to take that step back to normalcy. So seeing those numbers decrease, but then also seeing the large share of consumers that are in favor of those mask mandates still, I, that really kind of took a, maybe take a pause and go like, oh, so people are still in support of the mask mandates, even if maybe they had been, you know, doing that less in their own everyday life. Yeah. And to that point, you know, masking has become a political firestorm, mm-hmm. but I'm actually kind of heartened by this data because it kind of shows that the people that are anti-mask are a minority. They might be very loud and vocal mm-hmm. minority, but for the most part, we're all kind of all on the same page here. Yes, that's you know one thing that uh, I talk a lot about with people is you know this concept of when you work with data, you kind of learn that Twitter is not real life. So a lot of times, you know, you go on social media and you see all of these headlines about, you know, people hate masks. But then when you actually go in and dive into the data, you see that the numbers are telling a different story. So that's always been fascinating to me. Once we kind of hit that point where vaccination stalled, even though they're picking up again, I kind of thought that vaccine mandates to go to the movies, go to a sporting event, you know, and and then obviously maybe work in person, stuff like that. It seems to me that's going to be what kind of gets us the final couple of miles is. And I think these numbers are maybe start to show that uh, people are getting boxed in more and more in mm-hmm. everyday life. And they'll just be like, OK, fine, I'll get it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, I know in my reporting, looking at um, different segments of the entertainment industry, we've seen, you know, one of the challenges has been this, you know, vaccination um, status question, because some states and localities are saying, like, you can't ask someone about their vaccination status. Um, but others are, you know, I think like New York City, they have their Excelsior program where you have to, you know, be able to show that you're vaccinated to enter. Um, but, you know, as these, you know, private businesses and companies start requiring, you know, masks and vaccines, you know, we've seen a lot, um, specifically looking at concerts. Um, a lot of individual artists are saying, hey, if you want to come to my show, you need a vaccine and you need a mask. I think this will also kind of move the needle as we see more big figures 
stepping up in support of these vaccine and mask mandates. And we'll kind of move the um, line back to normal as we we get closer to that. And are there other any other interesting concepts we haven't talked about you think are worth mentioning? Sure. So we did look at testing for unvaccinated individuals. You know, there are, you know, some people who are just electing not to get the vaccine, but then there are also people that for whatever reason, if it's a medical reason or an age-related reason that, you know, in order to gain admission, um, some businesses and events are saying you can provide a test as an alternative. And, you know, roughly about um, half of adults said that they support unvaccinated individuals being allowed to show a negative COVID test as an alternative to proof of vaccination, um, which is interesting. Um, especially, you know, as children, you know, this is kind of the only option they have if they want to participate in an activity where a vaccine is required at this point. And you guys, Cal, you guys gathered this data uh, near the end of August. Am I correct? Yes, that's correct. When is this something you will follow up on and you will look at this again? Um, you know, there's a very good possibility that we will. Um, a lot of our trend data right now can be found on our return to normal trackers. Um, we have some data going back to, you know, the start of the pandemic. Um, so there's always new things happening there. And, you know, we're always recirculating things, you know, especially as the pandemic continues to develop. I don't think we can say it's waning yet. We still have to throw in there, you know, it's continuing to develop and who knows how long that will be. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.